Yay! <laughs> we are so excited to have a very, very dear friend and an awesome person, Craig Jonas, the CEO and founder of Copiece. Co-founder. Uh, Co-founder of Copiece. He has told us that he is freshly shaved, which we're very uh, relieved about. And he has either maracas in the yeah. background or a wet dog who's shaking up I jumped ahead with the with the Moroccan Fergus. Love That's it. right. It's we Fergus. Fergus. He's getting busy. Me too. Oh, um, he's the most yes. amazing Morocco player. <laughs> All right. Yes. So the first thing we want to I would like you to record him and send it to us. Yes, please, please. Um so first question out the gate. Thank you for joining Trailblazers. Um, we would love to know a little bit more about Copiece. We know a bit. We know you know a lot. Um, and so what would you like to share about Copiece and what you're all about? Well, first of all, quite a pleasure to be with you. And I, and I appreciate the invitation. Uh, Copiece helps impactful companies grow. And we do that through um, investing in, in companies and uh, helping them uh, through some services, like financing, modeling, uh, marketing, and things like that. Um, we're fashioned after a miniature Berkshire Hathaway, quite miniature right now as we figure some things <laughs> on that side. But uh, the idea is to diversify and invest in companies that are doing good for the world, which sounds a bit idealistic, but we argue, and the data is showing, that is a good business decision to care about the future of our world. So, so, uh, so far, so good. We had... Uh, friends and family that had seen us succeed in some other things we had done and got us a little money to get started. So we're, we're off to the races. We've made a, a few investments already. And we've got 10 companies in our little portfolio. Wow. So, so two questions, Craig, because I don't think I've ever asked you this is, what was the seminal moment? What was that catalyst that finally made you go, you know what, I, I want to I found and run a business that does good for the world. Yeah, it, well, good question. I, I uh, my parents were very uh, socially um, mission aligned with making the world a better place, and and I I grew up all over the place, mostly Midwest, but some some in India, and I kind of wanted to see if business could have a have influence in making the world a better place, and and really wasn't seeing it until not too long ago where, where this impact investing movement uh, uh, seemed to be showing some legs and I wasn't really um, feeding my soul and some of the things I've been doing, even though they look kind of cool from the outside. And um, yeah, I took a chance, I took a little exit and, uh, and, and started, started to build the company. So, so I, it really is built on something that I thought about in college. I, I thought of this term that, that kind of, kept in my bra, I guess, for, for my whole life called interdependent flux, where everything is kind of related, everything's kind of changing, and uh, and there's a way to kind of harness that change for good. I know that sounds like such an idealistic thing, but uh, but it, but it's, it's happening. And, and we don't have a lot of time. We've got to use business to make the world a better place. Um, and I feel like it has responsibility in, in the challenges that we have in front of us. No, I love that. I love the idea too of using business to make the world a better place. I think oftentimes we get stuck in this idea that it has to be people and individual wealth of the people to kind of mm -hmm. make 
I guess, a ripple effect. And the truth is the majority mm-hmm. of money, it sits in business. So it makes sense that mm-hmm. business would kind of, you know, get on board with impact investing. I think um, you should evaluate your terminology and call it an interdependent flux capacitor just to make a, a back to the future <laughs> reference. Oh my God. Hey. I'm going to start bringing that in. Can I just say that's the nerdiest thing today that Bruce has said? Yes. And potentially, yes. potentially this week, a uh, flux capacitor. Back to the oh, future. Okay. That's, that's pretty big. That's pretty big. Like that. There's like nerdy it. things awesome. that come up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few. Yeah. Um, so another question for you is when you think about kind of the work that you do, what challenges are you seeing in the industry that you're in, in impact investing and in really kind of yeah. making the ripple effect happen that you want to happen? Yeah, I, I, I think the challenge is the ripple. It's got to be the wave. I think that the, um, the you know, just the mentality that, like you said, business is here, doing good is here, and that they don't necessarily uh, get together. And I think that, to a lot of people to think a little differently on that um, is the is the largest challenge. I mean, there's still a lot of people that don't think it's real that you can have impact with your money for good. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it is real, and it's and it's happening. And the young people and women make sure it happens as we transfer wealth from uh, from the, during the silver tsunami as as uh, people are moving their wealth to the you know to their heirs. Uh, a question for you, when you um, are looking for kind of prospective places to invest, is it usually the um, the company that's that's doing the good, right? The nonprofit that's mm-hmm. out there doing something, or is it uh, the investors that are coming to you to say they want to give their money somewhere? Are you, you're kind of the Yenta, right? Yeah. Between people who yeah. are inve- yeah. uh, investing yep. and the, so who, how does how does that come to you? Does it is it usually you seeking them or yeah. them seeking you? Well, so far it's been uh, very organic uh, through our 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 network and our ecosystem. Uh, we use what we call the head plus heart times math approach as we filter opportunities. Um, but we're not we're not shy about seeking a strong return because we think that helps the sustainability of the good that's that's being done by these these businesses. Um, we've looked at about 400 so far, um, and it's it's very inspiring, and it gives gives me hope, and it should give everybody hope that you know young people again and and women especially are coming up with these great business ideas that have the chance to to move the needle a little bit and make that ripple more of a wave. Um, and they often need a little bit of help. So I think one of the things we discovered pretty early on is instead of us being shy about our no hair, gray hair, because we want to be cool with the young people, we're like, okay, we've we've been around for a while. <laughs> I know that Rogaine works. We're just talking gray hair right now. So that, but we can be helpful, you know. So so t- tapping into some of our. Uh, you know, network has been something that's been really, really good for Copies and the companies we're working with. That's awesome. I'm curious to know if uh, off the top of your head, I know you've got 10 companies in your portfolio right now. Um, give an example of one or two that you that you are excited yeah. about or just come to the 
top of mind because I'm sure they're all fantastic. So I don't want to I don't want to take away from the ones that you don't reference. Um, but maybe give us an example of one or two that you're uh, that you're currently working with. Yeah, it, um, the one that kind of usually comes to mind. We're trying to find things that are socially and environmentally impactful, and get us at least a twenty percent uh, return. So, so um, the one that uh, uh, kind of fits both is a company that came to us through our NBA connections. Most of my background is in sport, um, and and uh, and it's a black woman-run business out of New York that's bringing clean infrastructure technology to communities that don't have access to the grid and and some sustainable things. Um, and she's she's brilliant. She's great, and and it's and it hits both the environmental side because it's making the world a cleaner place, and it helps the social side because it's helping you know bring this technology and these capabilities to communities that have typically not had access. Hmm. The, the, That's great. Uh, lately, we've been able. Yeah, we've got a little early. We've got a little honestly, we've got a little early, um, early luck with some of the initial investments in kind of clean energy, like Uncharted is the name of that company. Uh, but lately, we've been able to get some more socially impactful companies as well, and that's that's nice for the diversification of, of what we're trying to do. Sure, that's great. That's fantastic. I know that there is sometimes uh, this sense that when business tries, I say tries to send, you know, funnel money mm -hmm. towards a good cause. They're trying to meet that, the, is it ESG, I think, um, guidelines mm -hmm. that a lot of companies, environmental, social, mm -hmm. and governance. And um, I think a lot of people can see right through businesses that are doing it to tick the boxes yeah. versus businesses that yeah. are doing it to actually make change. We've seen it. We have a couple of clients that they take the volunteering within the community kind of to the next level um, by, you know, regularly scheduling uh, engagement within the community, et cetera. So we're really excited to know yeah. you and know that you're doing things like this. So um, when you think about, because, um, you know, we're in the business of teaching people to be um, uh, better in business relationships and personal relationships with higher interpersonal skills. When you think about soft skills, what in your mind would you say is kind of some of the or one of the top soft skills that you think is needed that you're either not seeing or you just know people need to have out there in business today? Yeah, well, that's a great question. The um, um, em empathy. I, I, I feel like, you know, that especially in today's divisive uh, world that we're in, uh, the ability to perceive what others are thinking and feeling is just um, a a soft skill that I, I don't think can be more important than, than today. So I, I feel like um, that's a big one. And, and I feel like we're trying to be good at that here at Copies. I know you two are both excellent at that and, and uh, really appreciate the way you bring kind of who's empathy in your, throughout your presentation. So, that sounds gross. So, um, like that's a big one for, big one for us. Towel. Yes. No, I agree with you. Wipe my empathy off my forehead. Yeah, we don't want to wipe it off. Ew. Uh it's and it's you know what's crazy about it, Craig, is that people think there's a lot of people out there that believe you're born with it or not. Yeah. And 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 the truth is you can improve those skills. It just takes education and practice in the language that you use. Yeah. Um and just attention yeah. and mindfulness and 
Um, it's so great to when we have an opportunity to, to work with teams and see kind of the aha moment of, oh, if I just kind of take a moment, create space for them to share, mm -hmm. I'm not coming from a place of judgment or trying to fix things, how, um, how connected it can make someone to to another person and how that increases trust. Well, so and increases the performance yep. of a culture Agreed. and then increases business performance, right? Exactly. Like it, it, it really is a direct yep. line. The the reason why people leave jobs is because of bad managers. And bad managers are often very mm -hmm. un non uh, have a Lacking. lack of uh, empathy. empathy. Yeah. And <laughs> and uh, sorry to yep. sure. you know again the cold version. Uh, yeah, but you, you wiped so. it off and you couldn't bring it back. <laughs> exactly. Don't wipe it off. I wiped it on. Look at that. What was that? What's the towel that no. Jerry Tarkanian, the terrible towel? Oh, no. What's that? That's terrible. from, uh, that's from Steelers. But, but Tarkanian had something too. Okay. Another question. Um, when you as a leader kind of are looking back to people you've worked for and with in executive roles, what what has been a piece of advice that has been given to you that has really stuck with you as a as kind of a good centering grounding piece of advice as a leader uh, that you use today? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I you know I, I, as a framework coach, I ended up being uh, friends with with John Wooden and some some kind of really high level coaches, and I think um, you know Coach Wooden had. All the sayings. I, I, one of my sayings back here is uh, is uh, it's what you learn if you know it all that counts. So I think I think mm -hmm. you have a, an, an open for bringing in new information and new data and blend that into your your world in a way that can kind of help you grow um, is a uh, is a good skill that I, I I gleaned at least from 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 some of the leaders that I talked to and worked with in the past. Honestly, I, I, I had a lot of bad leaders that I worked with as well. And I learned kind of what not to do um, from from that uh, environment. And, um, and then you just kind of try to piece it, piece it together. Hmm. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go further on that. Give me an example of something mm -hmm. not to do that you learned uh, from a bad leader. You don't have to name the leader. That's right. His well, name is Bob <laughs> Jameson. <laughs> The, you know, what not to do is the same thing for everybody. So, so some, some people react differently to different, uh, stimulus and different situations. And, and if you have a one, one approach that you think has to work for everybody, um, that doesn't work. Right? You, you really have to, you know, we, we call it reading the defense in the, in the, uh, sports world. And, uh, and you have to be able to, uh, adjust, um, uh, and, and push the right buttons for different people for things that work for them. So I, what I've seen a lot of times in, in bad leadership is, okay, this is the way we do it. I, I, you know, maybe I'm a uh, yeller or whatever, and, and that's how we get motivated. Yeah, it doesn't work for especially young people today. Yeah, it's like uh, chameleon leadership is the way I would I would kind of say that. You have to, you really do have to consider the other person that you're trying to lead, mm -hmm. not just the fact that, you know, the, the concept of command and control leadership is has really been somewhat refuted um, because of yeah. the need to involve the people. There's a servant leadership aspect yeah. that goes along with all this that I think 
most people yep. want to work in companies like that. I will say not all. Some people do uh, thrive mm -hmm. in, in, you know, the command and control cultures. Sure. Uh, exactly. I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them. So. Well, and I always think it's fascinating yeah. when leaders say who are in those roles where they're definitely more top down um, and very ego driven. And they they'll they'll say, well, nobody around me knows how to do anything. Huh. And, you, you know, when you mm -hmm. look these stuff mm -hmm. up and look at the way that they're leading, it's like, when have you ever empowered them, you know, and coached them and given them opportunity to grow into this yeah. new knowledge, and these new skills? You haven't because you need to be in control of everything, information and yeah. you know tools and the way you yeah. do business. So, yeah, I find that really interesting. Great, great advice. And you are among, you know, the, the top uh, kind of much revered and much wanted leaders, because that is what all of the data is showing people want in a leader is someone who yeah. two things. One, they know how to show up for their people in the way to get them to do their best work. Mm -hmm. And two, they, they, you know, are, are a really big fan of, you know, um, oh gosh, how do I put it this way? Uh, Sandwiches? Not, <laughs> oh. not stopping the learning, mm -hmm. right? You, you know, staying curious yep. instead yep. of just, I know what I know yep. and this is how it is. It's like, well, how could what I know today be not right? And how do we, you know, mm -hmm. how can we um, explore and stay curious and open as opposed to certain and stuck? Uh, so great, oh, great yeah. advice. What are you looking forward yeah. to um, personally in your life right now, like a trip or well, something? What, what, what's inspiring you? The first thing, well, the first thing that is inspiring me is a different use of a paper clip. So today, <laughs> I'm very inspired by taking a paper clip and then using it to open oh. my, my bills. So I just kind of- okay. go in. It's a letter opener. So, so that's a letter um, Personally, you know, we, my, my oldest uh, got married in, in a couple months ago, and that's been pretty exciting. And my youngest uh, just uh, announced that he's getting married in a couple months coming up. So we've got- oh. um, Wow. Back-to-back- Weddings, which is, uh, you know, that's, how cool is that? No, I'm, no, yeah, I'm getting older, so I'm ready for some grandkids. So I'm, I'm trying oh. to, don't even have to worry about, you know, getting, man, just kind of like get them started here. Cause I'm Are you, uh, uh, yeah, is, is the first thing you're going to give them a basketball? Yes, yeah, like, here you go. All right. <laughs> uh, pro, Pop them off to play basketball. Let's go. That's Let's great. Go. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. I love that. I think that is so exciting uh, to, do you know what you want to be called yet? Do you, Ooh. are you like, I want to be called oh. Papa Craig or, or Pops? No, I'm not, honestly, I'm not, Daddy. I'm not thought, we'll, we'll let it, uh, if, I think we'll let the, we'll kind of work with the kid to figure it out together. Maybe we'll uh, let's, just kind of see what real. works. And then, let's rip yeah, for a moming, and, and go for a moment, Craig. Let's improv this. We're going to improv your name. So, okay. uh, Let's say um, okay. uh, PJ for Papa Jones. Um, I like I like CJ. Let's go CJ. It's kind of oh, easy CJ. to say. CJ. Okay, I'm gonna say Gramps. Oh, Craggly. Uh, I'm gonna Gramps. say. Uh, how about Cragpaw? Cragpaw. Okay. Um, I I think those are I good. Like I think any of those would be exceptional grandfather or, names. Or Lord Jonas. Lord Jonas. Jonas <laughs> of the dance. Of Lord Jonas of the dance. 
that one I don't see. <laughs> oh, I think she oh then it's got to be it. Oh, it's gotta be that's got to be it. Well, you could oh, be LJ oh, for oh, sure. Okay. Oh, um, thank you, thank you, thank oh, you, Craig and Great. Fergus thank for you. being with us today. Yes, um, we're very we thankful for so having. Now, now Fergus is finally settling down. He's no more. He's I always learn from well, you, and I and I appreciate you, and, and thank you for having me on. It's oh, been an absolute Craig, pleasure. We'll leave all of the information about the the work that you're doing with regards to links to your website. If people want are interested in uh, in pursuing you more, because you're doing great work, you are, and uh, we want to see that that mini Berkshire Hathaway being a giant. Maxi. For sure, Hathaway. So, uh, we're, we're, we're Yay! Awesome. Thank you.